Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. As the war rages on in the Ukraine, Oleksandr Golorochko watches in horror. He is an artist living in Peterborough. His daughter, her husband, and their three children are in the Ukraine right now trying to stay safe. Alexander's brother, friends, and relatives are also trying to do the same. On today's show, Alexander will share his story. As a refugee coming to Canada from Crimea in 2014, he knows firsthand what it's like to experience Russian tanks and soldiers invading a country. He will give his own deeply personal and heartfelt perspective on what is taking place in the Ukraine. You will want to hear this. I am so pleased to have with me today Alexander Golobrochko, an artist living in Peterborough of Ukrainian descent. Welcome to Consider This. Uh, thank you. Hello. Hi for everybody. What is your assessment of the situation in Ukraine as someone who lived there most of your life? It's... Uh... It's very hard to explain by uh, words. It's terrible situation. It's war. And very, very difficult time for Ukraine and I think for all people uh, around the world too. How closely are you following the situation there? Are you watching a lot of TV? Are you talking to anyone? How, how are you staying informed about what's going on? Uh, <clears throat> I'm watching uh, Ukrainian news by Ukrainian TV. It's possible by uh, YouTube, for example, and other media. So, and now Ukrainians, all Ukrainians, uh, journalists, I mean TV channels, they gather together and they are doing non-stopping uh, uh, news 24 hours. And uh, this news just about situation uh, around Ukraine. First of all, it, uh, it is uh, war, of course. How much time do you spend following what's going on? How many hours a day do you watch things? I don't know. Maybe I would like to say 20, 18 hours. And it is uh, very sensitive for me too because my daughter family is still in Ukraine and that's why I am watching news all time. Is it just your daughter's family that uh, you're you're watching or are there other relatives that you have that are still in the Ukraine? It's first of all it is my uh, home country. My relatives, my daughter, my brother, uh, my friends, it's, I don't know, part of my
my heart is in Ukraine, and that's why that's why I'm here in my soul. I'm there in Ukraine in my soul. What part of Ukraine did you live in? Uh, I was born uh, in the middle part of Ukraine. It's uh, Dnieper region for now. And uh, uh, last 17, 18, 18th year I was living in uh, Crimea. It's the uh, south part of Ukraine. And in 2014, uh, Crimea was occupied by Russia and I saw my own eyes the same soldiers that now are in Kharkov, in Kiev on uh, the south of Ukraine again I saw that it's like second part for me this uh, war I was going to say it, it it must just bring back such incredible memories uh, having gone through the Crimean invasion then to turn around and to watch what's happening now um, can you help us understand what it's like or can you describe what it's like to to experience having this kind of an invasion take place uh, uh, in 2014 when Russia occupied uh, Crimea, it was peaceful enough. It was very difficult time for Ukraine. Just government changed. Everybody uh, uh, has to remember Maidan in 2014. And at that time, Russia occupied Crimea. It's, the Ukrainian government was unable to do something at that time, and that's why it was without war. Uh, but but it's, it was so scary to see uh, Russian soldiers on the street, uh, Russian tanks on the street, blocked Ukrainian militaries, blocked Ukrainian police and government buildings. Same time, lots of Crimea's population, they were happy with Russia. But it was peaceful enough. Maybe that's why Putin uh, repeated same stuff with whole Ukraine, but it's different. And eight years of war on the east side of Ukraine, they changed Ukraine a lot. And now we have what we have. For people who may not follow Ukrainian politics very closely, can you, in in as simple a way as possible, explain the relationship between Russia and the Ukraine? It's very difficult to explain for Canadians. Maybe it will be just a little bit easier to understand for you. Can you imagine one time United States United States politicians they tell Niagara region it's historical US region lots of uh, Niagara region population believes that US is better countries than Canada and after that one day <coughs> on Niagara region streets cities appear 
soldiers, U.S. tanks, and after that, U.S. told to all world that we get one state more, and the state has name Niagara Region State of United States. It's terrible. It's horror. It's unbelievable. That I just to explain for this terrible example what's going on between Ukraine and Russia. Russia did same stuff with Crimea region, with east part of Ukraine, and now Russia <coughs> started to get all Ukraine. Uh, why I did this like example? Because Ukraine and Russia, they I would like to say they are very close, but now I can tell, tell they were very close in past time. One culture, Ukrainian and Russian language, they are very close. We have one economical space, one culture space. We are like brothers. And we, we were blocked family connections, everything. It was in general, we were in Soviet Union, like one country. We didn't lose this connection. And can you imagine when huge Russia started do something to make Ukraine like a Russian province? So, we have that we have. Now, you mentioned earlier that you have family, friends, and your daughter uh, still in the Ukraine. Are you able to contact them? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All media like WhatsApp uh, uh, and others, since like uh, everything uh, is working, so we are in connection. And uh, my daughter's family is in safety place now. They moved from Kiev uh, to west part of Ukraine, and they are in safety place. But. Nobody knows what will happen one hour after. And my daughter family, it's just, uh, she has three children. And it's seven, 13 and 14 years. And we would like to get them out of Ukraine. But now it's a big problem because all border crossing points, they are hundred and thousand and thousand people will stay in the line to Poland side to Romania side and it is not so easy you have to be in the car three days with three children so now they're in safety place and uh, they're just waiting how situation Can you tell us a, a bit about yourself? Uh, my time is Canada. I moved to Canada from occupied Crimea 2014. And first of all, I was studying English, of course, because of my all my life in uh, college and university, I was studying German language. So, <laughs> and after that, I tried to do some painting paintings, uh, do some art, but it was most like my hobby. And to pay my bills, I have to work like a truck driver. 
So a good career. Uh, why did you pick Peterborough to live in? It was again at that time uh, my son <coughs> was a Trent University student and he just moved when we moved from Ukraine. We moved to Peterborough like to be with our son. There were gatherings in Toronto and other places to show solidarity with uh, Ukraine. Uh, I understand there will be an event this weekend in Peterborough. Will you be attending or have you attended any of those events? Not yet. Not yet. I would like to, but I was not there, but I watching news and try support. I am in connection with my friends in Toronto, so, but not yet. What do you think so far of the efforts of the president and the military? It's very difficult. I am not politician. I am not. I am here in Canada. So just my opinion is, uh, it's very difficult to get some. First of all. Uh, uh, you have to understand how big is Russia and how big is uh, the Russian's army and how small is Ukraine and how small is Ukrainian army. So it's again like example Canada and the US. How big is the US army and how small is the Canada army? So I just hope that all the world United States, Europe Union, Britain and other countries, they are going to help to support Ukraine with military equipment, with uh, sanction and uh, with all the, the stuff. And maybe all together, I mean all world and Ukrainian militaries, Ukrainian president, they can just stop Putin or do something like that. Do you feel the Canadian government has done enough? No, it's again, it's very difficult to tell something. I just very appreciate the Canadian government. They did and they do a lot. They have uh, done a lot for Ukraine, for Ukrainian army, especially last couple, three days. And now... Uh, Ukraine has military support, military equipment from Canada, it just financial financial support, lots of stuff. So I am very appreciate and I am very appreciate to Canadians for helping for Ukraine. But enough or not enough, I cannot tell you. It's very difficult. How do you think the current situation might be resolved? It's very difficult to tell. Again, again, it's, uh, I think we have two parts, military part and like political part. In political part of this question, of course, Ukraine going to win because all world support Ukraine, support Ukrainian president. 
it was lots of jokes that uh, he is comedian, he is uh, not poli- professional politician, he is like nothing, he is very weak. But last week, last few days, they show that this guy, President Zelensky, is very strong. Ukraine fights with uh, second army in the world and the army, Ukrainian army is still alive. They are fighting. They defend Ukrainian cities and president and army and uh, Ukrainian government, they do very great job. Very great job. Again, Russia is second army in the world, has second army in the world. It just so what will happen? I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping for better, but I cannot speak because it's very difficult. So what's what's next for you? Can you give us some ideas of 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 what you expect? For yourself and, and, and your family? For myself, I am here. And that's it. I'm in safety place. I am good. Unless millions of millions of Ukrainians. So, myself, it's nothing. Uh, I would like to get my daughter's family in safety place, of course. It's women, children. They have to be out of war. And... I would like to tell you that uh, we have deal now, all, all world has a deal with a uh, uh, person with mental problem, I mean Mr. Putin. Uh, I do believe that each politician, if uh, he is real politician, first of all have, uh, has uh, take off personality and do stuff for country, for people. But Mr. Putin do absolutely different. It was understandable that if he start starts war, he will get tons of ton of sanction. It will be economic of Russia will be destroyed. Uh, all connection with world will be destroyed. Uh, it, it will be very terrible time for all population of Russia. But Putin did that. Is he politician? No. He is really person with uh, mental issue. So, and uh, because that all war Canadians, uh, they have to understand that now we have, we are very close to third world war. War is on our porch. It's very easy to understand if you just uh, see what's going on. Now Ukraine and Russia, they have a war. Real war with tank, with rockets, with killed people, with killed children with uh, thousands and thousands killed soldiers for now and other stuff. But all world, all world, United
United States, Canada, Europe Union, they are on the Ukrainian side. They started economical war with Russia. And now we have two sides, Ukraine and all world and Russia. And both sides, they have nuclear weapon. And we have to understand that Putin, Putin is really a person with mental issues. And how, what we can get, it's a huge question, but everybody has to understand what's going on around Ukraine and absolutely different than it was in somewhere. Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, it's different. Now we are in, in, in the point, very dangerous point for all world. And we have to do everything to stop Putin, to stop this war, to stop uh, Russian aggression, aggressions. So that's maybe, it's just my opinion again, I am not politician, I am not professional like in this uh, political stuff, but just my opinion, who it's just person who went through two Russians occupation 2014 in Crimea and now I see it just by TV, but I understand by myself how it is and how it's going on. I would like to say thank you so much for Canadians, for Canadian government, uh, for support Ukraine, for help to Ukraine. And I would like to say <coughs> for all Ukrainians, Slava Ukraini, Geroyam Slava, glory to Ukraine. Glory to heroes and Ruski военный корабль иди нахуй. Glory to Ukraine. Thank you so much. Alexander Goloborochko, I want to thank you so much for talking to me today. And I also wish you all the best. I know this has been incredibly difficult and how difficult it is for you. And I wish you and your family all the best. Thank you, Robert. That was Alexander Goloborochko a Ukrainian artist living in Peterborough talking about the Russian-Ukrainian war. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more from Consider This.